And we're back for the last part of our MLB preview in a MLB and review uh, 2022 pre, pre, uh, review and 2023 review. Uh, we're going to start out with the NL West and then we're going to go right into the playoffs. So this is going to be really quick, really fast, you know. So here we go. Uh, we're going to start with your San Diego Padres. All right. You're my favorite NL West team. They went 89 and 73 last year, finished in second place, made the playoffs, lost in the NLCS to the Philadelphia Phillies four games to one. They beat the Dodgers three games to one, and they beat the Mets two games to one as well. They went Their Pythagorean was 86 and 76, so they achieved, overachieved a little bit. Their runs were 705 runs scored, uh, 660 runs allowed. Their top three players was Manny Machado, Hasi Kim, and Jake Cronenworth. Your top three pitchers is Hugh Darvish, Joe Mus- Musgrave, and Blake Snell. All right. What did they do in the offseason? Oh, they just signed Xander Bogertz, the best player that the um, that the Boston Red Sox had. They also got Robert Suarez, Michael Waka, Seth Logo, Lugo, Matt Carpenter, Nelson Cruz. Jeez. That, they went – they spent – $407.2 million this offseason. Granted, 280 of that was on Xander Bogertz, but well worth the money. They did lose Sean Manea, Mike Clevenger, Josh Bell, Brandon Drury, Pierce Johnson, um, Jerickson Profer, and Will Myers and Jorge Alfaro. All right. Your starting lineup is looking like this. Behind the dish, Aaron Nola. Over at first base, you got Cronenworth. At second base, you got Haasin Kim. <coughs> at short, you got Xander Bogertz. At third, you got Machado. Out in left, you got Juan Soto. Out in center field, you got Trent Grisham. And in right field, when he comes back, you're going to have Fernando Tatis Jr. You also got Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter as your DHs. Man, that team got really good. Then you got you Darvish as your day one starter, Joe Musgrove, Blake Snell, Michael Waka, Nick Martinez. The rounds like you're starting five. Your closer is Josh Hader. Uh, he's he's probably the best closer in the game up through July 30th, and then from August July 31st to the end of the year, he just implodes for some reason. So that's why you got Robert Suarez to help out there. Drew Pomeranz is your other setup guy. Luis Garcia is a setup guy. You got middle relief guys of Steven Wilson, Brent Honeywell Jr., Ray Kerr. You got long guys of Seth Lugo, who could fill in as a closer if you needed. Jay Groom uh, and Ryan Weathers. All right. Baseballperspectives.com has them going at 93.3 and 68.7. Definitely think they're a 95-1 team. That's for sure. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Dodgers, the team that finished in first place last year with a record of 111-51. I didn't realize that they were that close to winning 116 games. They lost in the NLDS, though, um, after coming off a World Series championship. Right? They won in 2021? Or was that 2020? I don't know. Either way, the Dodgers... uh, Coming off, uh, they they lost to the Padres three games and one in the NLDS. They Pythagorean had them at one sixteen and forty six as they scored one hundred eight hundred and forty seven runs. That's right, eight hundred and forty seven runs is what they scored. The runs allowed was five hundred and thirteen. 
Their top three players was Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Trey Turner. Turner, he gone. Top three pitchers was Julio Urias, Tony Gosselin, and Tyler Anderson. Anderson, he gone. All right, your Major League signings this offseason was Syndergaard, uh, J.D. Martinez, David Peralta, Shelby Miller, Jimmy Nelson. Shelby Miller is still pitching. He's, I feel like that guy's really old, even though I bet you he's not. <laughs> it just seems that way. Um, they also signed Jason Howard to a, Jason Hayward to a minor league deal as well. Um, and then they lost Turner, Trey Turner, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Tyler Anderson, Craig Kimbrell, Chris Martin, Andrew Heaney, Joey Gallo, Edwin Rios, Tommy Canal, Canali, Kevin Pillar, Trevor Bauer, obviously, who's playing over in Japan now, and David Price will not pitch this year. <clears throat> Their starting lineup is looking like this. You got Will Smith behind the dish. And you got Freddie Freeman over at first. You got Yoni Hernandez and Michael Bush playing second. Actually, you know what? Miguel Vargas is who I'm going to say is their second baseman. At shortstop, Miguel Rojas. At third base, we got Max Muncy. Out and left, you got David Peralta. In center field, you got Trace Thompson, Chris Taylor. I mean, it's going to be a plug-and-play type situation. Uh, Chris Taylor's plugging at the start. You also got Jason Hayward that's able to play there as well. Then out in right field, you got Mookie Betts. And your DH, of course, is going to be J.D. Martinez. Your starting pitchers, day one, is Julio Urias, Tony Gosselin, Clayton Kershaw, Dustin May, Noah Syndergaard. Your closers, Evan Phillips, Alex Vesia, and Daniel Hudson. They're going with a three-headed monster. Uh, your... Middle relief is Yancy Almonte, Victor Gonzalez, J.P. Miller. Your long guys, and Miller can actually fill in as a starter if you need to as well. Your long guys are going to be Ryan Peepiet, uh, Michael Grove, Gavin Stone. Baseball Prospectus has this team going 94.6 and 67.4. I mean, this is not a 101 team season at all. I'm saying that these guys win 90 games. I don't think they make 95. I think they win 90. They lost too many good pieces. Didn't really fill it in on the backside. Their pitching staff is kind of weak. Um, with I mean, you got Urias and Gosselin and Kershaw, but Senegar had a Damian pitch for the Phillies in the in the playoffs, really. So, I mean, yeah, I think. I just don't think, don't think they have that. They don't have Walker Bueller. That's all I'm saying. Due to being injured. Next up, you got the Arizona Diamondbacks. They went 74 and 88. They Their Pythagorean was 77 and 85. They had 702 runs scored and they allowed 740. Your top three players are Christian Walker, Dalton Varsho, he gone, Josh Rojas. Your top three pitchers are Zach Gallon, Merrill Kelly, and Drew Jamison. All right. What did the Diamondbacks do this year? Oh, yeah, they got rid of a bunch of players. <laughs> That's what they did. However, they did bring in Andrew Chafin. Uh, Scott McGo, Evan Longoria, Zach Davies, and Miguel Castro. Um, but they did lose Varsho, Caleb Smith, Jordan Lupo, Ian Kennedy, Hummel, Sergio Alcantara, Sean Poppin, Taylor Widener, Stone Garrett, Kenyon Middleton, Edwin Yusita, Reyes Moranta, Tyler Holton, Yanni Hernandez, and JB Bukakowskis, whatever. 
I don't know what that guy's name. But what you gonna do? I can't pronounce last names. It's it's a fault. I guess I have. Their day one starters are going to be behind the dish. They're going to go Gabriel Moreno, acquired from the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, at first base, Christian Walker, of course. Second base, Ketel Marte. Short step is Nick Ahmed. Third base, you're looking at Evan Longoria now. And left field is you got Lourdes Guriel Jr. out in center. You got Corbin Carroll out in right. You got Jake McCarthy. And you got your DH of Seth Beer and Paven Smith. You got a starting five of Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, Madison Bumgarner, Zach Davies, and Drew Jamison. You got a closer of Mark, I always pronounce this guy's, Melicone, uh, uh, Kevin Ginkle. I don't know why they have two closers in baseballperspectives.com as a depth chart. It's Melicone all day. It's Mark M all day. All right. Your setup guy is Joe Mantiply. All right, your middle relief has gotten Kyle Nelson, Miguel Castro, Andrew Chafin. Your long guys are going to be Tommy Henry, Brandon Faft, and Blake Watson. All right, the prospectus has them going 75.1 and 86.9. Not in this house, not in us on this podcast. They're winning 72 games. That's it. All right, next up, you got the Colorado Rockies. All right, they went 68 and 94 last year. The Pythagorean had them 65 and 97, 698 runs scored, 873 runs allowed. Top three players are going to be Brendan Rodgers, Ryan McMahon, CJ Crone. Your top three pitchers is Daniel Bard, Kyle Freeland, and Herman Marquez. All right. You have a starting pit, or you've got an opening lineup of Elias Diaz. At behind the dish, you got CJ Crone at first. At second base, you got Ryan McMahon and Brendan Rogers. Um, I'm guessing McMahon's going to play second, Brendan or play third. Brendan Rogers will play second. Your shortstop is going to be uh, Harold or geez, Ezekiel Tovar as your shortstop. <coughs> Left field, you got um, Yerickson Profer. Uh, you got in right in center field, we're going with uh, Jonathan Daza, and Daza. And in right field, you got Chris Bryant. And then your DH is going to be Charlie Blackman. Your starting five is Yerman Marquez, Kyle Fleeland, Antonio Sinzatella, Ryan Feltner, and Jose Urena. Uh, your closer is Daniel Bard. Your setup guys are Brent Suter, Justin Lawrence, Brad Hand, Tyler Kenley. Your middle relief guys are Pierce Johnson, Jake Bird, Gavin Hollowell. Your long guys are Austin Gomber and Peter Lambert as well. Baseball prospectus have them going 64.8 and 97.2. They're a 71 team season is what they are. All right. That is definitely what... Did we talk about their... Oh, shoot. We didn't talk about who they picked up. All right. Key additions was Pierce Johnson, uh, Nick Garcia in a trade, Connor Siebold in a trade, and then their key losses was Connor Joe traded him away, Sam Hillier traded him away, Jose Iglesias, Alex Colom, and Chad Kuhl. There you go. Those losses really don't make up for the fact that they're only a 71-team season. 71-team 
Anyways, so doesn't really matter. Didn't really help them last year, so I wouldn't call them key losses or additions. So, sorry there, Colorado. Any Colorado fans listening? I just don't have faith in your squad this year. Just saying. You guys still need a... You guys are in rebuilding mode, just like another half the, half the freaking Major League Baseball, it seems like. It's like, are we ever going to not be in real... Can we get, like, more teams not in rebuilding mode? That'd be awesome. Just saying. All right, next up and last on this on the team previews is the San Francisco Giants. They went eighty one and eighty one last year. Gabe Kapler is their manager. They were eighty three and seventy nine with a Pythagorean for their Pythagorean record. Uh, they had seven hundred and sixteen runs scored and allowed six ninety seven. Their top three players was Mike Yastrzemski, Thero Estrada, and David Villar. Your top three pitchers: Carlos Rodon, gone. Logan Webb kind of reminds me of Matt Kane and Alex Cobb. So what are the San Francisco Giants doing this this offseason? Oh well, I mean they only tied up Jack Peterson for one year, for another year. They signed Michael Confronto, Mitch Haniger. They picked up Ross Stripling, Sean Manaya, Taylor Rogers, Luke Jackson. Um, they also got Bray, Brett Wisely and Blake Sobel in trades. Uh, they almost had Carlos Correa, then a failed physical. The Mets almost had Korea too. Failed physical. That's how he ended up in back in Minnesota. All right, they're they almost they're so close to Aaron Judge. Apparently, I don't think they were. They I think they were just rumored that way. But so their key departures was Rodon, Longoria, Brandon Belt, Tommy Lastella, Yuner Marte, and Gregory Santos. So baseball is a prospectus. Has this team going? A oh. Let's start with their, uh, before we get into what baseball prospectus says, let's get into their starting lineup. Behind the dish, you got Joey Bart. At first base, we got J.D. Davis. Over at second base, you got Thero Estrada. At shortstop, Brandon Crawford. Over at third base, we got Wilmer Flores. Out in left field, you got Jock Peterson. Um, Michael Confronto as well. I'm guessing, you know, they're going to probably split time in center field. Um, but you also got your Stromsky playing center out and right. You have Hanniger. Uh, so my guess is I'm going to say Peterson and Confronto are going to play left field. And if one of them is not playing left, then they're the DH of the day. Your starting pitchers are going to be Logan Webb, Alex Cobb, Alex Wood, Anthony, uh, DeShelfini, Sean Manaya. Your closer is going to Camille is going to be Camille Duvall. Your setup guys are Tyler Rogers, Scott Alexander, John Brabia. You got Taylor Rogers as a middle relief guy. Then you have Luke Jackson as well as middle relief. Eric Miller, Randy Rodriguez, all middle relief. Your long starter is going to be Ross Stripling, who did well with the Blue Jays last year. Jacob Eunice did well last year until he got hurt in July. And then it was with a hamstring injury, and then it was just all downhill from there for him. I know this because he was on my fantasy team. Uh, so prospectus.com has them going 80.7 and 81.3. Definitely think they're 500 ball club again this year. So there you have it, boys and girls. The baseball preview. So what does that tell us? Where does that lead us? Well, it leads us right to the playoffs. Oh, I didn't tell you who was going to win the divisions, did I? I did not. So let's get to that point. 
In the AL East, you got the New York Yankees. AL Central, your Minnesota Twins. Your AL West, your Seattle Mariners. In the NL, in the East, it's going to be the Phillies. You got the Central. I'm going off on a limb here. A big win. A big one. A big one. The Chicago Cubs going to win the NL Central. In the NL West, the Padres. All right, now your wild card teams. In the AL, you got Houston. Going to be team number one. Uh, Toronto is going to be number two. And you got the De- Angels being the three. Yeah, that's right. I got three teams from the AL West making it this year. I don't think the Guardians make it. That's just my thoughts. Uh, over in the over in the NL, you got the Dodgers. All right. You got the Cardinals. Okay. That's two. And then you got the Mets. <clears throat> even though they don't have Edwin Diaz. Even though they're, I, you know, I think that they still are able to do it. So then, that brings me to our bracket on the AL side. All right. Your first round matchup is going to be the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim versus Minnesota Twins. That's right. So I have the Twins finishing with the third seeds. The Angels are getting the sixth. All right. I think the Angels end up winning it two to two games to one. Okay. Then that means they'll play the New York Yankees. So the ALDS is set on that side. The other side, we got the other wild card matchup. We got Toronto and Houston. I have Toronto winning it two games to one, which pits Toronto and Seattle against each other in the other ALDS. I got the Yankees, Angels, Yankees winning it. Okay. Toronto, Seattle, Seattle wins it. ALCS, Yankees, Mariners. Okay, sorry Yankees fans. I just don't think you guys are able to get over that hump just yet. It's going to come once you get all your guys' prospects up there. Just not yet. Seattle wins it. Seattle goes to the World Series. Okay. And the NL. We got the... In the first matchup, you have the Cubs, Cards, okay? Cubs are the three seed, Cards are the six seed, because that's how crappy the, AL, the NL Central is. Over on the other side, you get the Dodgers, Mets, all right? The two teams with buys are the Padres and the Phillies. I got Padres number one seed, Phillies number two, all right? <clears throat> so, Cubs beat the Cardinals, they face the Padres. Dodgers over the Mets, they face the Phillies. Phillies over Dodgers, Padres over Cubs in a sweep. Phillies or the Padres get their revenge on the Phillies this year, and the Padres make the World Series. Okay, now let's have a little breakdown here. Who has the best starting pitcher? Starting pitching between the two teams, Seattle and San Diego? Seattle. Who has the better relief pitchers? The Padres. I gave the nod at catcher to Seattle, first base to Seattle, second base to Seattle. But this is where the uh, this is where the Padres just start taking over. Third base better, shortstop better, left field better, <coughs> center field uh, Mariners, right field with Tatis. You're looking at the Padres, and at DH we're going Padres. So. So, Seattle has the starters to beat San Diego, but 
San Diego has the pop. San Diego has the deeper bullpen. San Diego is going to be your 2023 World Series champions. Picking up Tatis midway through the year is going to be, or two months into the year is going to be great, and it's going to be a revenge tour for Tatis Jr. So, and that lineup with Soto, Machado, and Tatis Jr. Oh my gosh! You got Darvish, Padres, Mariners, World Series, with the Padres winning it. And there you have it. Part three is done. I didn't mean to go into three parts, but we had to. Because, obviously, this is a lot of time, effort, and consumption for you all to get through. So I hope you continue to get through to get to this point. So that way, you can at me on Twitter. You can at me on TikTok (coughs) to tell me how wrong I am. That's fine. Come come find me. You all know where I'm at. Right here. I'm uh, I'm on the bird. Okay? So... Thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks for taking the time for tuning in. Appreciate every each and every one of you, especially for how long this was and taking the time to listen to all about it. Hope it was entertaining, entertaining, informative. Hope you guys can make your own decisions off it. I use baseballperspectives.com and baseballreference.com as my two reference points for my websites, obviously. Still trying to get that partnership with uh, baseballreference.com. Just saying. Uh, all right. Uh, probably be back here next week. Got to do that part three on the Negro Leagues. So come back for that. And we're going to have a fun baseball season. And so I look to have you listen to all of it and have you guys bring some insight and <clears throat> chat it up. So on that note, one guy with the mic is out of here. So, but before I go and before you go, I need you to hit the bell. Okay? That's going to send you a notification when we have a new episode. I need you to hit the follow button. So that way it pops up in the follow list. And make sure to download this episode wherever you are listening to all your podcast needs as well. Because that's how we get credit for podcasts is off the downloads. All right. And on that note, I'm out.